This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 22nd Sunday of Ordinary Time, the 28th of August. We've probably all met people whom we have considered in some way to be holy and saintly in the course of our life. I can certainly think of a few. One of them has been declared a saint already, and another will be canonised next Sunday. Next weekend, Blessed Mother Teresa will be declared a saint by Pope Francis in a ceremony in Rome. Like many of the saints, she was a mystery for many, proclaimed already in her own lifetime as a saint by her admirers. For others, she was a mere do-gooder and a self-publicist. We now know from her spiritual director that she experienced severe trials in her interior life and that for vast periods of her life, she lived the dark night of the soul often wondering if God was there at all. Yet she managed to use this emptiness that she felt for the good of the gospel and her own sanctification. Mother Teresa founded an order of sisters to be exclusively dedicated to the poorest of the poor, tending the wretched, dying souls in the slums, so that at least in their last hours they would experience something of the God of compassion who loves everyone, even if they have no faith. The underlying charism of her sisters was a radical vocation to poverty and humility. Mother Teresa saw herself as one of those poor, and she tried to inculcate into her sisters the same awareness. It is the spirituality of the readings at Mass this Sunday, the spirituality which puts God and others before self, the virtue that underpins the whole of the Christian life, the virtue that we call humility. Everyone has a natural ambition for success, for fame and for good fortune. Perhaps Mother Teresa even harboured a deep ambition to be successful, but for Christ and for his church. Ambition certainly isn't a bad thing, provided it's properly ordered towards our personal or professional advancement. Ambition becomes bad when it seeks out vainglory and our own glorification. Our Lord insisted on nothing more the non-humility for his followers. And the whole life of Mother Teresa was marked out by that desire to fulfil nothing but service of Christ and his church. So we hold up Mother Teresa as a model and example of what Jesus looks for in each of us. A humble person is an honest person because they see themselves not only as others see them, but as God sees them. And the one thing that we don't like doing very much is admitting our faults and our flaws. What we like even less is for other people to know them. And of course, as a priest, if you stay in the parish that you're given a long time, people get to know the characteristics of their priest, their virtues and their faults, and vice versa. But one road to humility is learning by these mistakes. Oscar Wilde once cynically remarked that experience is the name people give to their mistakes. The Christian view is that our mistakes and the humiliations of life, which are almost inevitable anyway, teach us how to be more like Jesus Christ. It's only the person who never does anything who doesn't make mistakes. Knowledge of ourselves leads to humility, and sometimes humility demands that we change. This might mean that we change our lifestyle, our habits, our opinions, because in earthly matters and problems, there's seldom only one solution – 
other people may also be right. At least they have a right to an opinion as well as us. Others also have consciences, and they may have information gleaned from sources upon which they have to act. People who hold public office, for example, may have information gleaned from confidential sources, which others are not privy to, but they'll have to make decisions nonetheless based on that information. Priests, for instance, are allowed into the interior lives of many souls in a parish, but we're never allowed to divulge what we know, either from the confessional or in private discussion. But such information will often influence us in our decisions, informing pastoral strategy and help form the tone and content of preaching and teaching. One thing Mother Teresa did was to give constant advice to her sisters about the ways they should live humility, practically and on a daily basis. One of her famous exhortations comes in a letter written in October 1966, in which she wrote, These are a few of the ways we can practice humility. Speak as little as possible of oneself. Mind one's own business. Avoid curiosity. Don't wish to manage other people's affairs. Accept contradictions and correction cheerfully. Pass over the mistakes of others. Accept insults and injuries. Accept being slighted, forgotten and disliked. Be kind and gentle, even under provocation. Do not seek to be especially loved and admired. Never stand on one's dignity. Yield in discussion, even if one is right. Choose always the hardest. The one person who personifies all of this above all of the saints is Mary. In the Magnificat she proclaims, Et exultavit humiles, he has raised up the lonely. Mary's humility was her most attractive virtue. And it should be ours also. As we look at her, may she obtain for us the grace to love God and others with a simple and humble heart. Let us pray. God of might, giver of every good gift, put into our hearts the love of your name, so that by deepening our sense of reverence, you may nurture in us what is good, and by your watchful care, keep safe what you have nurtured. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.